I'm Dustin Harder, and this is Keep On Cooking. Hello, and welcome to Keep On Cooking, the only podcast dedicated to plant based cookbooks. I'm your host, Dustin Harder, and don't y'all worry about it. He's just a Choctaw County affair. It's my husband and producer of the podcast, David Rossetti. How you doing, D Row, with the low low? D Row with a low low is doing so so. Mighty fine. Mighty, mighty fine. fine. Mighty fine. How, how do? I, I do good. Um, How do you? I, I I do. We just watched Reba McIntyre's The Hammer on Lifetime about a week ago, and she was real real big on saying "How do?" Yeah. How do? How do? In and like every scene, no nonsense judge with the hammer. With the hammer. The gavel. Uh, the hammer. If you're have uh, been listening for a while, you know I love Reba McIntyre, and now I've gotten this guy onto the Reba McIntyre machine, so I'm here for it. I'm uh, on the Reba train. The hammer, I mean, I think you gotta really love some Miss McIntyre to tune in, and we did, so there you go. Yeah, it was pretty, actually, it was pretty good. I don't know. I mean, it's entertaining. you could drive some Mack trucks through the holes in that plot line, but scripts, I, that's, scripts for sure, but that's probably normal for any Lifetime movie. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't watch a lot of them, so I wouldn't know, but I guess I that's, that's what it's known for. Par for the course there. Yeah. Um, Anyway, we're here today talking about vegan fast food by Brian Watson, aka Watson, aka the Burger Dude. It's actually just the Burger Dude. So it's spelled T H E E Burger Dude on social media and website, but it's the Burger Dude. Well, yeah, he had to take the double E because the Burger Dude was taken. But sure. all this time, I thought it was the, the Burger, Burger Dude. Dude, and he was like, "Well, I want to talk to him." He's like, "Well, that would be a little pretentious." I'm like, "It doesn't it's, matter. I it loved does it. Sound I thought a it little was- bit more like." The burger dude. I thought it was great. I mean, if you're gonna be the burger dude, why not be the burger dude? Am I right? Because I think he kind of is. I mean, he's amazing, truly. If you yeah, follow this, his social media, this book is amazing. Well, and when I do you remember, remember when we first got it in the mail, and I was like, I'm not gonna make anything from this. I can't like. I was like, oh, it's just. But I and then he made so many things from it. I dove right in. I couldn't yep. help myself. The first thing I did was the Domino's pizza with the homemade mozzarella. Which pan pizza? You have to do that pan pizza, and it was so good. And the delicious. mozzarella was ooey gooey and like stretchy, delicious, and like mm-hmm. had it was just delicious. And then crazy bread, crazy bread, always also you know a little pillowy puffs of yumminess. And then this one I did because we had a friend visiting from out of town, and I had some tofu on hand. We always do, but I had been doing. You got to do some double freeze action with it to get it to get the texture of yeah. the chicken nugget. So I had been freezing it on and off. And then I was like, oh, the time has come. It's time to do it. And we had a non-vegan in the house. And I was like, how great is this? Let's yes. try it on him. And then it had the sauce sauce with it. Now, please like shout out to us. Sawsome sauce. That is not a sauce. And I am a sauce connoisseur. 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 Aficionado. Um, <laughs> it's French. Um, and I had never heard of sauce sauce and i am i love any kind of sauce it's like a different journey for your mouth um well but i'm looking anybody else sauce some sauce well please, I ha- please let us know because what are you asking had they ever heard well, of it have, i had never heard of it have you heard of it do you know what it is like i don't had, yeah it's like what i mean what's in it i had never when i had got when i came upon this so it's in the wendy's chicken nugget recipe the sauce and sauce and i had never heard of it so that's where i was like is this something that came about since or is it after i'd gone vegan or is it wendy's like in a specific part of the country like do they have a different sauce well so and he even says in the header he's like i know it seems weird but i promise it's delicious and also we can attest now we promise it is delicious it is ranch barbecue sauce hot sauce Dijon mustard, yellow mustard, maple syrup, vegan Worcestershire sauce, and then some xanthan gum, which is optional, of course. That's just a thickener in there. It's but, kind of like the suicide of, I mean, like the drink, the suicide of of sauces. And when like he says that, everything. he's referring to uh, the movie uh, Suicide. What's the movie? Well, no, Byron Star go to Vista know Del Mar. What suicide is you 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 go by you go and add each one. Oh, is that like actually referred to as like a thing? Yeah. Oh, I didn't no. know. I thought she just made well, that up in the no, movie no, no, Barb no. and Star go to Vista Del Mar. There used to be a Rosetti's pizza restaurant um in Jersey. Now Rosetti's defunct. pizza and you would make a you would make a suicide. You would go down the line on the little machine. Ah, and if you added all of them, that was like I don't know I don't know why it's called that, but it was like oh, yeah. I made a suicide. It was so cool. Yeah, I don't want to say that word anymore. And also, um, but I thought it was from the Barb and Star movie because she makes that in the beginning. Well, yeah, no, she doesn't. And now too, I get that was a thing. But it's actually okay. a thing, yeah. All right. Well, there you go. So this sauce is um, 
it is awesome. Awesome and awesome. it's awesome and it is delicious. And it was sh- it was a shock. It was a shock. I was like, what am I putting together? And then I was like, oh, yummy. But the other shock was double freezing the tofu does really give it that little extra uh, texture, that like chickeny, that chicken nugget like, texture, texture, one hundred and ten percent. Kind of you know worth it for the. For the squeeze. For the squeeze. It's a double freeze, and then you got to press it, I think. But yeah, very, very good. And listen, uh, Watson, Brian Watson, also known as Watson, he's been uh, vegan since March 2018 and ever since has been veganizing his favorite foods along with some dishes he hasn't had since he was a kid and also things he's never had at all. One of his goals is to veganize the entire Whataburger Whataburger menu despite the fact that he's never even eaten there. Nice, nice. Uh, and he used to eat a lot of uh, meat and dairy. Um, he says that literally every meal had at least dairy or, you know, usually meat. You know, maybe sometimes he wouldn't have like meat for breakfast, you know, for his health. For health reasons. <laughs> hilarious. We'll take the meat um, out for health reasons. Um, but he, uh, he used to have barbecues just about every Sunday and make hot dogs, burgers, tri-tips. I mean, you name it. So like this is... What a journey. Yeah. And if you're new to veganism and don't know where to start, or if you're totally new to cooking or new to both, his content over at The Burger Dude, two E's, T-H-E-E, burgerdude.com, is just for you. It will excite you with the possibilities and also inspire you to cook. Yep. Just like his website and social media accounts, his new cookbook, Vegan Fast Food, creates a drool-worthy experience just by flipping through it. Forget the drive-through. Uh, in vegan fast food, you'll find mouthwatering junk food and comfort food classics, minus the meat and dairy. So whether you're brand new to a brand new vegan, missing buffalo wings, or a longtime vegan tired of the limited vegan options when eating out, Watson has been there. In fact, few food bloggers have thought more about what textures, taste, and special sauces make iconic dishes so addictive. In this book. He takes you on a tour through national chain favorites, regional cult classics, and even a few nostalgic dishes perfect for parties, potlucks, or any Saturday night. It was a treat to have him on the podcast. I hope you enjoy this interview with Watson of The Burger Dude featuring this cookbook, Vegan Fast Food. All right. He's the man with the delicious vegan plan. He makes the dull delicious and the crap credible. It's the Burger Dude and author of Vegan Fast Food, Brian Watson, or also known as Watson, is here on the podcast today. Welcome to Keep On Cooking, Brian. Thanks for having me. Yes, I'm stoked you're here, and we're going to get into your icebreaker question right away. Do you have okay. a favorite piece of clothing that should have been tossed by now? Or, or And if you do, what is it, and why haven't you tossed it out? Um, so I'm actually really good at like getting rid of stuff that I don't wear like every year, but I also, I do have kind of a collection of old white t-shirts that have a lot of holes in, in them because they're just really comfortable. It's not because I like wearing holy shirts. It's just, I can't find any that are as comfortable as those. So um, I probably should throw them out. I eventually do once it gets to the point where they're like, it just looks like once I can do like the Hulk Hogan thing and like rip the shirt, I, I do it basically. Sure. No, I get that. Mine is actually the same. Mine is a shirt I've had since like, I mean, it's had it has to be like 13 years now and it's just a t-shirt that's full of holes and yeah. it's just super comfortable. But I also know when I put that shirt on, I'm not going anywhere. Like, so it's Correct. sort of that. Or, or it's an undershirt at best. Right. At, be- at best. Mine can't serve as that. Mine has all these like weird designs on it and everything. So, but I do oh, know when I put it on, I'm like, well, I'm staying put. I'm not going anywhere today. So it gives me the house shirt, of, the house shirt, the house shirt, the comfort feelings. <laughs> uh, well, you've been uh, vegan since 2018 and veganizing the world's favorite foods ever since. But how did it start for you? Was cooking part of your history before you went vegan? And then how did it all spiral into the burger dude that you are today? um yeah no i um i didn't really grow up cooking i got into it in like my like mid-20s i decided i needed to start you know figuring out how to cook things more complicated than just like mac and cheese and and spaghetti and i actually started watching uh, a lot of chef john um and he was kind of the one who taught me how to cook and after that i started getting into barbecuing and you know obviously burgers and stuff and um yeah that's basically it i just really liked cooking at home i liked you know going out to eat i just i've always been really into food and um yeah that i mean growing up it was very 
like standard American diet sort of stuff. You know what I mean? Uh, so I was definitely raised on a lot of the stuff that I'm veganizing now. Um, and then throughout my twenties, yeah, I would just hit up Jack in the box and Carl's jr. And all these places late at night after, you know, drinking and stuff like that. And, uh, it's just been something that I've just gravitated towards for as long as I can remember. <laughs> it's what people are always afraid they're going to be without the sort of stuff you create. And it resonates for me because when I, started i started in like 2014 with the vegan roadie and i was always trying to find like the vegan mac and cheese and the burgers and to tell people like it's okay you're gonna be okay it's gonna be all right uh so yeah. it uh your everything you post i mean i was just looking at your feed today such amazing things and it all is fairly simple too which uh is no easy task ultimately because you're figuring out all the hard stuff for everyone um i've attempted to do you know a lot of the fast food items and i always feel like i overcomplicated them uh but everyone should follow him if you're not of course you can check him out at uh theburgerdude.com and the see i told you i was gonna say the so everyone i'm saying the because it's t-h-e-e -E, but watson has told me <laughs> it's because the burger dude was taken so i feel Sorry. like it's the burger dude to me he's the burger dude but <laughs> it's the burger dude with two e's theburgerdude.com or of course the burger dude uh on social media and now you have this outstanding book so we've got vegan fast food and i'm literally obsessed with this i I'll, I'll ask you to do this but it's in the title give us a little summary of the book here if you will um sorry uh the book oh, sorry my my light went out give me one second there we go um the summary of the book is uh it's literally for the most part it's just fast food copycats there's a few like um what is there like red lobster i got the red lobster biscuits in there i don't know if you'd consider red lobster fast food it's more of like sit down casual or whatever um well i think of those foods i think of that also as like a a chain food right so fast yeah. food chain food i think it falls a lot in this uh, it all aligns there yeah it's all kind of in the same sort of a genre i feel like one is just you can get one in your car i guess but right. um yeah that was essentially it you know when 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 we were brainstorming uh with my publisher it was essentially just let's let's figure out like enough things that are really popular but i kind of wanted to go and get like some more regional places as well just because i think it's that's something that i'm very interested in is like what is super popular in like wisconsin mm -hmm. um, every every place has not only their like super regional burger places but they'll have like regional chains like whataburger for instance, is only yeah. really in, you know, te or Texas and a couple of the other states around Texas. So things like that, I was very interested in, in exploring as well. I noticed that you have a good variety of that in there because I was thinking of that. You are in California now, I think. Is that correct? I've always Southern California for the I've been 45 now and I've always been in Southern California. So you were never in the Midwest or anything. So you nope. really had to dig around to look for some of this stuff because I I feel yeah. like you do have like a good variety in this book of stuff from different locations. Yeah, and and I mean I love that I love researching stuff like that. It's like I could just do that all day, just like look up, you know, what are people eating in Minnesota or whatever. You know, yeah. what I mean that sort yeah, of stuff yeah, yeah. super fascinating to me. Well, you also do something uh with this book that I sort of love. Um, you cut right to it. I, I, There's some books I think need and deserve long intros, but this like really gets right into literally the vegan meat of the matter. And I, I love that. You, you get into cooking with fantastic chappers from burgers and chicken sandwiches, fast food favorites like McDonald's McRib, even finger foods, breakfast and desserts. But before we dive right into this book, I do have a question for you on, I ask this of everyone, what was mm -hmm. your first vegan cookbook you had or and or mm. you can name both your favorite vegan cookbook that you've cooked the most out of. It's probably, uh, it was definitely the first ones were definitely, I don't remember who was first, but it was either edgy veg or Lauren Toyota hot, hot for food. Um, those were, those were the two books. Like, I think it was that. And then also like when the beyond burger came out is when I started to really go like, okay, I can, I can figure this out. Like I can make this, I don't have to, stop eating the stuff that I like to eat, you know? Yeah, for um, sure. And then as far as the ones that I, I probably Lauren's books are the ones that I cook from the most. They're so um, good. Have you made the apple fritters from the first one by any chance? 
No, but I know that my wife would love that. Oh, they're so good. I make them and then I give them to my husband when he's working on a show. And I'm like, get these out of the house, take them to the cast, get them out of here, feed them to people. That was the, that was the fun thing about this book was when I was cooking, when I was like the Cinnabons, the cinnamon rolls. Yeah. I made those, I sent her to work with those and all of her coworkers were like, this is better than Cinnabon. And I was like, Oh, this is great. They're like rest. They're recipe testing it for me. Exactly. (laughs) Giving that feedback. I do have a tester who works on my books and she'll take them around her apartment building. She'll take stuff around and like just feed it to non-vegans and sort of get their reaction, which is good. Because Sometimes she's like, you need to change this. This did not go over well. (laughs) Okay, great. Thank you. Or we'll just cut it completely. Yeah. I Uh, have, I give it to my, we, we live in a back house. So we have, we have neighbors and I, and they have two kids. And so if the kids like it, then I'm like, okay, I know it's good. If, Cause the kids are like, you know, they're kids. They're, yeah. they're very picky yeah. eaters. Yeah. And they'll tell you the truth. That's like the oh, best yeah. part about that. <laughs> well, we'll dive right in on chapter one, vegan kitchen and deli, which sets us up with some staples like bacon, burger patties, ground beef, cheese sauce, and condiments like vegan ranch and vegan mm-hmm. honey mustard, because everyone listening, honey's not vegan. If you're listening, you have two patties in here, a TVP seitan patty and old fashioned black bean burger. Give us a glimpse into what the difference is here for the home cook. Um, so the main idea behind all of these was to just kind of give a primer because a lot of the recipes throughout the book are going to be, you know, there's a lot of burgers, obviously. And we felt it was, you know, important to have some homemade ones because not everybody has access to beyond or impossible or wants to use them. And that was basically, I just wanted to give people the options. Like that was the very important thing for me was to try and make this book because that's one thing about a lot of vegan food that people say is it's, Oh, you got to use all these weird ingredients and the stuff isn't here. And people still complain. I tried to do my best and I still get complaints. People are like, Oh, I live in like Slovenia and I can't find any of this stuff. And I'm like, I don't, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't know what they have in Slovenia. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, yeah. I'm doing my best. I, I tried to do, I tried to use like as much as I could. Um, but now, but what's great is I'm, I, I want to start doing that even more and trying to get into ways that if you don't have access to like vegan beef broth, how do you make it? Can you make sure. it with some soy sauce and some garlic powder or whatever the thing that might be? So for me, it's always about figuring out ways to make these things even more accessible because ultimately that's going to just benefit everybody, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right, I, I got I, a little I, on there. <laughs> no, but I agree with you. I mean, you're speaking to my heart when it comes to food. The whole reason I've been doing anything that I do with food is just to like say, hey, it's accessible and like ha- help people be able to do it, you know? So it, it, yeah. I get it 100%. It looks like rice paper is your sort of uh, ingredient of choice for bacon in the book. You know, we have variations available out there from tofu, eggplant, carrot, tempeh, and you settle on good old rice paper variation. I love me some rice paper bacon, so I know my reasoning, but I'm curious why it landed on that for you. Um, Because I've tried a bunch of those, and this was the most, like, foolproof one, I guess. Mm -hmm. The one that was the easy, like, I did it. The first time I tried it, I was like, oh, that was relatively easy. Uh. I like that you can, um, like the way that I like to make it, I know a lot of people put it in the oven. I like to actually fry it like bacon because you can see it cooking like right there. You don't have to worry about overcooking or undercooking it. Um, and just like, you know, regular bacon, you can cook it to super crispy or a little bit of chewy. Like it's just, it's, I guess that's the, 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 the main point for me was that it was just like the easiest one. So I figured we should just put that in the book since that's, if someone's going to be making bacon from anything, I feel like rice paper is the way to go. Cause you know, I've tried doing it with seitan and like starch water from like washing the flour and right. there's just a lot of room for error. So that was kind of my whole thing was like, what, what can we do to make this as easy as possible? Do you have a, um, I'm, I'm not starting any fights here, but do you have like a store-bought vegan bacon that you prefer over other ones by chance? I like um, I like the all-vegetarian bacon. I don't know if you're familiar with them. Oh, it's got the strips. It's got the stripes in it. And it's got, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have had that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They're, so Tony, there's this guy, Tony, who runs that business. He's He's been running it since like the 90s. And they were providing vegan bacon to a lot of vegan restaurants and I would always see it and be like, I've never seen that in the store. And then I, I can't remember how I came upon it, but he has a factory like 
20, 30 minutes away from my house. So I just wrote him and said, hey, can I come by? Because it's not available in stores. You either have to buy it online. And even back then, you had to be a restaurant. He only did wholesale. Right. So I went in and I bought it. And he's a super great guy. Uh, I like the Hooray bacon. Um, It's expensive. It's like $10. Oh, I have had that too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's kind of hard to cook. You have to like really be very gentle with it. It's it, mm-hmm. it will break apart. Um, those are the those are the only two I can think of off the top of my head that I really have. Like. You had the uh, I think it's by Think Foods and it's bacon with a K. It's newer. Have you had that one yet? Oh, it's good. It's just it's a little thicker, but it, like it, it's uh you know it's smoky and it's crispy and it, but it's a mm. little on the thicker side, not as thin. But anyway, the, thrill, the thrilling foods bacon is good too. That's like a thick cut bacon with like the the black pepper on the sides. Actually, I think that's the thrilling foods. I think that might actually be the is name that what you're thinking of. Yeah, I think that that's the one. Yeah, it's tasty. They're, pr- they're pretty good too. Yeah, I I ask because I feel like in the plant-based bacon world these all these options i agree are good i'm just like i'm i feel like we there's not like an impossible or a beyond yet where you're like oh that's no. it that's bacon you know they're getting I'm, so I, close i want to see i want to see i want to see like one of them come up with a bacon that's on the same level as their burgers and i want to see like a a non-fried chicken like patty sort of thing like something that you can make like a grilled like chicken thigh or something like yeah. that because the only way you can get that now, I feel like, is like wash that flour or seitan. You know, sometimes mushrooms can kind of mimic it, but there isn't really like a, a beyond chicken breast or sure. something like that. You know yeah, I mean? my, my, my favorite to um, make when you said mushrooms, I just thought of bacon, but it's not like a bacon strip. It's like I like the shiitake bacon because it's so like crispy and but it's like a salad topper it's not like a here i'm going to serve this bacon on a sandwich or yeah like but you know dinner. i think for me i never ate bacon like by itself yeah. i would always have it in a sandwich or something so i think in that context a mushroom bacon is totally great sure yeah bacon bacon everybody go up and tell us what your favorite bacon is if you're listening <laughs> here uh well chapter two is burgers and chicken sandwiches featuring popular items people will recognize like the wendy's baconator mcdonald's big mac kfc nashville hot chicken sandwich and the in and out burger double double animal style now for those listeners not familiar with in and out and animal style please enlighten <laughs> I just I just released a video for this because my earlier the first it. video I did was like three years ago and it was awful so I had to redo it. <laughs> uh, Time to revisit. But, um, an animal style burger. The 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 legend behind it is that like in the '60s there was these uh, surfer dudes who would come in and they were like crazy surfer guys and they were like put grilled onions on my burger and and grill the patty and mustard. And they were like, wow, these animals really like their burgers a certain way. And that's why it's called animal style. Ah, I never so know the it's story just a regular in and out burger, but with, yeah, must you put mustard on the patty before you flip it. So the mustard like hooks into the burger All right. uh, and then a bunch of grilled onions and then extra sauce and pickles. All and right. That's an animal style burger. Yeah, it's, I knew it was on it. I didn't know what the background story was. So that's interesting to hear. I also saw your video recently from the menu, uh, which I enjoyed very, very much. <laughs> uh, so see, everybody, go follow. Lot, lots of great content over at The Burger Dude. Do you have a favorite burger or chicken sandwich in this chapter? Oh, uh, um, prob- well, yeah. You know what was a, kind of a surprise for me? Because I've never had it in in before going vegan was the Whataburger patty melt that was actually okay. insanely good. So what's on a what a what a burger patty melt? I've only the Whataburger patty melt yeah. is, is is on Texas toast, which is just white bread that's like twice as thick as, as, uh-huh. as a normal slice. Um, Delicious. Two patties, cheese, and grilled onions, just like or caramelized onions, just like the In and Out burger, and then their creamy pepper sauce which is essentially like a really good chipotle mayo all right okay and i'm into it it works perfectly it's 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 that was my favorite burger i was i was very and and that's a very popular burger over there and i can understand why i mean anything with uh that starts out with texas toast is the you know holder for it yeah i'm here for it that's great it's funny because i didn't know about texas toast until after i went vegan i actually got oh, more really? in, i got more into burgers after going vegan Interesting. And now look at you. Look at that. Do you eat? So, I, I mean, obviously you're creating content and all that, but are you ever, 
are you kind of like sick of burgers now or are you like oh i crave this burger like i go i i go i go through what i call burger benders where i'll like <laughs> where like for instance when i was doing last week when i was doing the in and out basically whatever video i come out with that week i was basically eating that three or four days in a row yeah before the, yeah, yeah, yeah not only because i you know i'm doing it for research to try and make sure that the recipe is as good as possible but because it's just delicious and 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 I have a ton of leftovers that I have to eat. Yep. So <laughs> yeah, gotta get through it. I get it. Fridge is always full. And what's yeah. the you know, you stick to the names in this book so that it is indicated. We know exactly what everything is, which I love. But is there some sort of a rule in using like the actual names of the sandwiches from the brands and all of that? How does that all work? So yeah, so I don't know if you'll notice, but I we are we're we're only saying the name of the thing. I think in the title, yeah, in the title, it's just the title. So I don't know what the actual like legality of it is. I think essentially what it ha- what it comes down to is you can't make it seem like the company um, like condoned or like like is like behind the book, right? So mm-hmm. you can't make it seem like even though I do a few like McDonald's and Taco Bell things, this shouldn't appear like this is sanctioned by Taco Bell. Sure. Sure. So you can't go over the top with it. You can mention it, I feel like, in the title. But if you look, I don't think I call it what it is. Any like that was the thing when when we were editing the book was I would call something like In and Out sauce, and he would say, "Yeah, you got to special sauce. Fine, whatever." You know. So it was that uh, kind of thing where it, it had to it, had, it couldn't appear like In and Out was like, "Yeah, we want this guy to." put our recipe in this book right yeah i'm flipping through right now and that's i can see now it's all the i mean everything it's got and that's that's why i say it's so easy for us to pinpoint like i mean if somebody likes sonic they're going to be able to get up in here and look up sonic food so i mean that's just a nice touch to that that people are able to um sort of navigate that so easily chapter three is fast food favorites and i made the domino's pan pizza from here with the mozzarella from scratch that melted so perfectly and gave me that ooey gooey sort of stretch i remember with this pizza so well and uh i i also love that you have some taco bell featured here with the crunch wrap supreme Mm. and cheesy gordita crunch for someone just getting the book what is a recipe from this chapter you would tell them to make first? The if food just favorites? picking up this book, yeah. Oh man, I guess it would depend on your own personal sort of history with this food. But if it was me, I think bang for your buck. Like as far as like the thing that's the easiest, that is the tastiest, is probably the cheesy gordita crunch. I would say, yeah, that's the one that has like the least path of resistance. I feel like, and like the 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 lowest learning curve. Sure. Um, all the other ones are a little bit more involved. And yeah, that's, I think the cheesy gordita crunch. Do you want to hear a funny story about the cheesy gordita? Crunch? Absolutely. Do you know who Joshua Weissman is? Uh-uh. He's a very popular YouTube cook. Okay, great. Um, probably like after binging with Babish, he's like, he's like the next, like most popular. Anyways, he did a cheesy gordita crunch. Like, I don't know, this three or four months or so ago. And he did this thing where he, you know, you know, the whole like expectation versus reality where they show mm-hmm. a picture of like what it actually, what the cheesy or gordita crunch looks like when you order it versus like the promo shot. Sure. So he did that. But when he used the promo shot, he's like, this is what it's supposed to look like. He used a picture of my cheesy gordita crunch. Not even like the official Taco Bell one. It was mine. I remember watching the video and like that it came up. It's only up for like a second or less. But I like paused it. I was like, wait a minute. I recognize that. That's awesome. And I just thought that was funny. I was like, that's a vegan. Like he's saying this is what it's supposed to look like. And it's the vegan one. So I was like, I I tricked you guys. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's the vegan version. I mean, but truly these photos are taken. I mean, is this, you have your own style with it, but it's obviously modeled after. I do want to talk about the photos a little bit because everybody, I mean, you did all the photos. Is that correct? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. My goodness. But it is just like, it is, it, it, it makes you think of fast food. So even just the, the lighting on them, but then also the simplicity of them, it makes you go right there. So I'm not surprised by that. But when you got into this, were you just like pulling from different fast food places and trying to really go for that look so people would recognize it? Kind of, yeah. I mean, there's um, actually an a Instagram uh, account called Joe's Vegan Food Gram. Yep. And he, 
he takes all of his photos on a white background too. And excuse me. And when I was kind of first getting into this, I really liked his stuff. And to be honest, I kind of just like was mimicking him. Sure. And then on top of that, I remember there was like, I can't remember if it was Carl's Jr. or Burger King, but one of them started coming out with these really like vibrant ads where it was just the burger on a white background. And I'm like, I really like, cause like, I feel like, you know, um, it was really born out of laziness actually, because I was trying to do all of the thing with like where you prop it out and you, yeah. and you yeah, try yeah, to yeah. Make it look, and I was just having such a hard time with that. And, and I just thought, you know, if I just do the white background, that's a lot easier. And then on top of that, I can like, if I want to then afterwards compose a scene and I do this all the time, I'll take pictures of all the stuff separately on a white background. And mm-hmm. then in Photoshop, I can move it around. And it's great because so many times you'll take a photo and you're like, ah, I wish I would have had that spoon angled a little bit. Sure. Right. Or whatever. And now I can do that. Yeah, no, it's great. And I was thinking that too, how to start it off that way, then you don't, you've put yourself in a place where you're like, I just have to pull out the, the white backdrop. This is instead of like styling constantly and having to get new props or new surfaces and all that stuff like that. So it's, yeah. um, it's, it's a, a, a smooth move. I would say <laughs> it, uh, it, it, it is, it is cool. It's, it's a bit of, um, of a, I did kind of sh- not shoehorn. I kind of pigeonholed myself. Um, I remember one time I tried on YouTube to try a different kind of thumbnail without the white background and it, and that video just tanked and then amazing, I changed it right? to the white background and then it went back up. So that's it's what people, people expect from me, I guess. Yeah, now. That's like, what they know. And yeah. I mean, pigeon help, but like, thank goodness at the same time. So then you can just sort of like keep the content rolling and not have to stress about that other stuff. But I hear you. I hear you. You know, no, and if true. you want to get more creative, do some other stuff, then do you, who cares then? Who cares? People yeah. will see it eventually. Yeah. Uh, before I move on to the next chapter, I kind of want to like go through this fast food favorites list for everyone. We got the okay. Mc- McDonald's McRib, Subway's Meatball Sub, uh, Chipotle Burrito Bowl, McDonald's Filet of Fish, Panda Express Kung Pao Chicken, Taco Bell Crunch Wrap. I mentioned Taco Bell Cheesy Gordita Crunch. We talked about Taco Bell Mexican Pizza, Panera White Cheddar Mac and Cheese, and then everyone, like I said, I made that Domino's Pizza. It was ridiculous, and it's so interesting. You said when you started this, you were like, "Well, I guess it." I would suggest to someone it kind of like depends on what you grew up with and what you were thinking. Because I opened this and I was. I got this book. I was like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to make. And immediately it was like, Ooh, no, I'm going to make that because I remember it, you know? And I was like, Oh, I want to try this variation of it. So I, I understand that sort of a uh, notion on that completely. Awesome. Yeah. I wish, I wish I would have had a chance to do the Domino's pizza that I always ate was the, the spicy Hawaiian. Do you remember that one? Never. What's on it? Uh, Is it, it bacon was, and pineapple? Uh, pepperoni, jalapenos and pineapple. That sounds delicious. I'm all for pineapple on pizza. I know that's a polarizing topic. You do or don't. I I'm here for it. So I just I just saw somebody doing a video where they said they think pineapple goes on pizza, but only in certain instances. And it's when it's it's crappy pizza and when there's something like salty and spicy on it. And I was like, exactly. I mean that that you have to have like certain things because yeah, if you just had a cheese pizza with pineapple on it, yeah, that's kind of weird, you know. Yeah. But you have these other elements, and everything kind of balances itself out, you know. Well, and you said what pepperoni and jalapeno are on that. I'm here for that. That sounds delicious. Yeah, you got salty, spicy, and sweet. Those are like the three All best the things. things to put together. Yeah, very good. Next chapter we have is finger foods, and mm-hmm. I made the Wendy's chicken nuggets out of here as well. Sort of. Oh, uh, nice. I made it sort of on a whim because I love the pizza so much and I had tofu laying around. So I made it and, uh, you know, I had a house guest in town who's not vegan and he loved them. So again, oh, wow. I you love know, that. just a little tip of the hat there. And did you, make, I, did you make the sauce too? I was just going to say, I made the sauce some sauce, but I had never heard of it before that. Was that like a new product they'd come out with? I've been vegan now 12 years, so I had never had it previously, but maybe. Yeah, no, I, I'd actually, uh, uh, there's a few of these. I would say probably like 25, 30% of these things I've never had. And I had to just kind of go off of like what I imagined they would taste like. Which blows um, my mind because they're spot on. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can't remember where I, I think I was just looking up, you know, there was, th- there's a few sites where you can like look up, like what are the most popular things at such and such place. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And yeah, that's the sauce sauce uh, came up and I was like, what is that? It's basically, it's kind of like Chick-fil-A sauce. It's like a, a cocktail of like barbecue and they're just kind of like, let's just put all of it together and see what yeah. it tastes like. Yeah. 
It's like what barbecue ranch. I can't, I can't remember. I think it's just like barbecue mayonnaise, mustard, and some other stuff. <laughs> yeah, it was, piece. it was fair. I was reading it and I was like, what the hell kind of sauce is this? But then <laughs> your header, I think, says something like, I know it seems weird, but like give it a go. Yeah. And, I did. and like we were like, we ran out of the sauce and we were like, there's not more, we need more of the sauce. We need more of the sauce. But there's not more of it. Um, I also made the crazy bread when we're talking about things we gravitate towards. I mean, crazy bread. I love it. It's, uh, you know, again, I, I resonate with this in a certain way. My second book, Epic Vegan, had a version of crazy bread in it and a version of the red lobster biscuits. So it's like this book is everything like, but yours are better. They're easier. They're easier uh-huh. to accomplish and they taste so good. And I just like I had to attack the uh, crazy bread recipe and I wasn't disappointed. You oh, know, lo- pillowy, pillowy bread of goodness topped with some garlic butter, vegan parm, everybody. Mm-mm make you the crazy bread and what are a couple <laughs> finger foods from here that for you that just had to be in this chapter like what's something from maybe your youth where you were like oh well obviously this has to go in there uh definitely the the jack-in-the-box stuffed jalapenos mm. uh i used to eat those all yeah those i ate all the time uh the buffalo wild wings um i remember when buffalo wild wings came because i don't think that was originally I think that I don't know if that's from the Midwest or from Texas or Buffalo, but I remember when it came out to California, I I loved that place because it was just like I don't know, like I don't want to say it was it's not trashy, but it's just kind of like I mean you can if you want to. <laughs> it's, it's a very it's it's yeah, it's I don't know. It was like I didn't care about sports and it was just like I don't know, it just felt like kind of like it felt like something out of like idiocracy. And I just sure. and, it was, and it and I was like, and it also it's, it's pretty good. Like it's it's garbage food, but it's also like when you have a couple beers and you're just eating these wings, and then yeah. there's just like, and I, I love going to I love going to sports bars when there's like a big game, not because I want to watch the game, but because I love watching the people. Sure. I love watching people go ah, like when they get mad or they get really happy. Like, I don't know, I just for some reason that was like very like comforting for me. <laughs> I got so it. I, I got it. Well, yeah, for uh, me it was the the beer and the beer with the wings back in the day. <laughs> yes. What was that? I said for me it was the beer with the wings back in the day. That was yes, the, I was yes, like, yes. oh, we'll have some beer and some wings. Um, <laughs> but I, I do I do love this. Uh, just I mean, I mean TGI Fridays mozzarella sticks. We got Sonic onion rings, the Cheesecake Factory fried mac and cheese. Yeah. I, I, I worked at the Cheesecake Factory once upon a time. That menu is, is ridiculous. And I had to go is. through like two weeks of like just hellish like school like training where we like sat at desk for like a whole week long and then we had to like wait tables the next week. It was insane. Um, <laughs> but Cheesecake Factory is insane. They have I, vegan I was, options now. I was looking at, I can't remember if it was, I can't remember what place it was, but it was a place similar to Cheesecake Factory. And I was looking at the menu and I was like, this could be a cookbook. Like this yeah. could be like just, just veganize this entire menu. 100%. Because you have, you like have the every- whole cookbook. <laughs> yeah. It's bananas. Cheesecake is insane. Yeah, uh, factory is, I, I, I used to go there. I used to work at a place uh, near a mall and there was a cheesecake factory. We would go there for our lunch breaks and, and just, that was when I just really hated my job. So I was like, I need some serotonin. So let's go get, would so you for, do you remember what you would order? Food. <laughs> yeah, I mean, seriously, that was the thing. So when I worked there, and again, this was a long time ago. I was very young, my body handled things differently. I'd be like, I'll take that whole thing of chicken piccata, sure. <laughs> and now I'm like, how the hell did I do that? Do you remember what you would order at all or what your favorite cheesecake was? We would we would I would usually just yeah, the the uh the mac and cheese balls was always a mm-hmm. thing. Um Honestly, I I want I I don't want to I don't want to say that I would just get a burger, but I think I usually just get a burger with like like the the bacon guacamole burger or something like that. I, I mean that you... that checks out right now. Uh, this, is, this, <laughs> this answer checks out for this, so I'm I'm, I'm fine with it. My my favorite cheesecake was, and I just because I remember the name, Craig's Crazy Carrot Cake Cheesecake. <laughs> Why it was that name? I'm sure that I studied actually, it. Yeah, I'm surprised I never got that. That sounds like something I would have ordered. <laughs> 
It was like carrot cake plus cheesecake and then more carrot cake. on Just ridiculous. I, I love it. Uh, not served all day at most fast food chains. The breakfast chapter is next with McDonald's McMuffin, Whataburger, Honey Butter, Chicken Biscuit. Say that 10 times fast. Cracker Barrel, Hash Brown, <laughs> Casserole, IHOP, New York Cheesecake, Pancakes, Burger King, French Toast Sticks, and Starbucks Pumpkin Cream Cheese Muffins. What was a must-have food? fast food breakfast item you knew would have to be in this chapter from the jump when you started writing this? Um, Probably the McMuffin is the thing that I ate the most. That was definitely something that like when I, like I said, when I was working uh, just the drive through McDonald's, I'd get two of those with, you know, some hash browns. Um, the honey butter chicken biscuit was another one just because that was the first thing. So my wife is from Texas mm-hmm. and when I started doing all this and I started finding and I found out um, or I, I started asking her about like things from Texas that she wanted. I'm like, what was, what's the thing from Whataburger? And she was like, Oh, honey butter chicken biscuit. And I was like, I don't know what that is, but I like all those words. Right, you know? right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, those, those, and then I don't know. Um, I'm looking at that now. It those, those, and then I, I actually, the French toast sticks, uh, those are actually vegan. The the butter the the Butter King Burger King's uh ah. So that was one of the rare things. I think those and like the Cajun uh the Cajun fries from Five Guys were two things that I was actually able to go get that I hadn't I'd never had before. And then nice. I, I was able to eat them and be like, oh, I can I can do this, but better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How did you? So it's interesting you're saying you hadn't tried everything, which I'm not surprised. There's so much in the book. Like, how would you have tried all of these? It's items mostly the regional stuff that I haven't tried. Well, so how then did you gauge that? Did you take it to people to test, or did you get it to a place where you were like, "This is freaking delicious," so this is a go? Yeah, I think that was it. Was well because the thing was like you know when people think that there's 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 a there's a very obvious. I mean, you know that there's a very big misconception about vegan food not being um good (laughs) (laughs) or as good as non-vegan food and i know for a fact that you know it doesn't matter if it's vegan or not vegan if you make something from scratch at home for the most part there's certain things that i think like the industrial like willy wonka machines can just do that you can't do at home sure Uh, but for the most part sandwiches burgers that sort of thing uh you can do that much better at home so I knew that like based off of how much better the some of the stuff that I was making was versus what I remember it tasting like, I just figured like, you know, these these biscuits and gravy that I made, even though I've never had the Bojangles version, this is really good. So sure. even if I was someone who was familiar with the Bojangles version, and if I ate this, like actually I have I had one person tell me, oh, they complained about my the chow mein noodles I made from Panda Express. They said these don't taste anything like Panda Express. They taste a lot better. So if you want Panda Express ones, this is not the recipe for you. And I was just like, but there if it's it doesn't taste like it because it tastes better. What's wrong with that? You know? I mean, that's <laughs> when you you title it better than Panda Express. Right. You know. That's, that's what I said. I said because the chow mein, I got it and I was like, it's not very good. Like you can just like you could literally just like add more flavor to it and right (laughs) yeah yeah so true especially when stuff is mass produced like that too yeah i was curious how you sort of gauge that but that that all that all uh, yeah in retrospect i kind of wish that i would have just for my own like peace of mind like had people who had had it like recipe test it like just reach out to people on instagram who were you know lived in in those states where they had access to these places you know Nah, i think you did okay everything looks exactly like the stuff you know what i mean it, it it's it's all right I, in, in retrospect it's I probably know. fine <laughs> yeah i don't think you gotta worry about it uh and of course a vegan fast food book would not be complete without a chapter for desserts so we have desserts everything from Krispy cream donuts to a wendy's frosty and since this book has come out which dessert item have you seen uh, sort of be the most popular dessert item from this book that people have made. Oh, that, probably the don't, probably the Krispy Kreme, I would say, ah, are the ones that I've seen the people make the most. I get that. I get that. Which There's, makes sense. That's like, I think, I feel like that's kind of like, you know, some of these, like the White Castle cheesecake on a stick. I just did that because I was like, that was again when I was researching, like, d- yeah. you know, fast food desserts. 
that one just stuck out to me. I'm like, that's cool. We get we get to do make a cheesesteak and then put it on a stick. Like that's fun. I like that. You know, yep. even though I'd yeah. never heard of it before, I was like, I kind of want to put that in the book. You know? Yeah, I I'm uh, I'm eyeing these the McDonald's apple pie here. I mean, those were really good too. And actually, I thought those were vegan, and they're not. There's uh, what is it, L cysteine or whatever, where it's like the duck feather thing. Ah, I wonder if that means, I mean, it's not the same thing, so I should, but I, those, and you may know the answer to this, those little like hand pies that are inconvenience, really trash the and terrible ones? for you. I, Hostess and other brands does them as well. They have like the glaze over them. I always thought they might, they were vegan when I looked at the labels, but I wonder if they have something like that in, in there oh, as well. I don't know. I feel like if the Hostess pies were vegan, I would know about that because I usually right. love them. <laughs> you're like i would have thrown down on that by now and of course I, I just feel like i would have seen that on one of those like accidentally vegan snacks oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 um and i i'm gonna give a shout out you said it once already but i want everyone to know that the cinnabon classic role exists in this book and you need to make it at home and sonic cherry limeade i mean come on the list goes on it's fantastic and my list from this books keeps getting bigger uh but you know i have to be careful because I, I i love to cook so i'll just make everything and then i'll just have all these indulgent things so i gotta find my balance with it you know? <laughs> gotta find my balance um but that's vegan fast food for everyone uh and now it's time for your book brag watson this is the part where i ask you to tell me something about this book that you're most proud about or something you want to brag about Oh, um, you've honestly, been invited to brag. <laughs> honestly, like, um, I think I'm just really proud that I like, it's cool to have like a physical thing yeah. that you made, you know? And, um, you know, I'm, I've done creative stuff ever since I was 12 years old. And, um, you know, I actually, I actually did do like kind of a jazz record, uh, 2009 2000 what was it 2009 and nice. that was something that was also something where i was like i so i played drums ever since i was 12 okay and i started writing like jazz and classical music in my 20s even though i had no training i didn't know what i was doing and i just kind of like brute forced like a, an album out of it and so that was really cool and this is kind of like the next like kind of creative thing that i've done where i also feel like i didn't really know what i was doing and i kind of just was going with the flow and just trying to figure things out as I was going. Um, so for me, just the fact, like, I definitely think that like, this is like kind of one of those like cool milestone kind of creative things that I've done in my life, which um, like, there isn't like a specific thing that I'm sure proud of, like a specific recipe. I guess I really like the photographs maybe, but like just in general, I just, it's especially, I mean, you know how much work it is, to do this, you know, sure. do these the, the, this a uh, cookbook. So, um, especially for someone like me who has like really bad ADD, and I it's am, a lot to focus in and get it. Like it's a constant to do list, and then your yes. brain is constantly going, "Oh wait, what? What about maybe one, one more like quarter teaspoon in this? Maybe that'll be better." So I, I'll retest it later. It's like it's just yeah. constantly going. So oh, and 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 then I'll I'll get um, you know, then you get you sometimes you get notes from people that say, "Hey, I made this recipe, but this thing was." kind of off and you're like oh sure. no did i screw that up and then you have to like go and redo the recipe to make sure you didn't screw it up like you know it's just this constant like i have like a lot I, I call myself a lazy perfectionist because it's kind of how i feel like i like i want things to be perfect but i also don't want to like work that much <laughs> yeah or, or overthink it either i may actually yeah. steal that lazy perfectionist that works is there <laughs> a uh vegan fast food volume two in your future do you think are you like one and done i'm not doing this again <laughs> uh, no i'm definitely i definitely think i could do it again but yeah it'll probably be a, a while just because right now i'm kind of focusing on the youtube and i actually just finally like monetized my blog great oh yeah i, I saw you know. put up a whole new blog didn't you yeah awesome. i didn't know that you could i didn't know that you could make money with with websites this is what I mean by I don't really know what I'm doing. Like all of this was just like very like accidental. Like I just sure. started posting stuff on Instagram and then it just got like popular. And I was like, Oh, I guess I should, you know, and also like the pandemic happened and yeah. I didn't have a job. So I was like, yeah. I guess I'll just make burgers and take photos of them, you know? Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I get it. it it's uh, it's awesome that I, I've looked at the new site and it's up and running and, I, and, and I'm glad you're able to take advantage of it. But that is a crazy part of it, right? The, all of this stuff, the content we're creating, like, of course, there's, you know, pathways for income in it. And some people are, uh, I'm not on top of it. I never am. Like, I'm always like, oh, wait, I could be doing this. I could be doing that. So I'm that you actually gave me great comfort to know I wasn't the only one in that space. No, I mean, I just, I, it's just, it's the kind of thing where like it, all this information is available. I could probably yeah. Google this and, and, and I'm, it would be, uh, but whenever I do, it's like so overwhelming that I'm just like, eh, I'll worry about it later. Same, 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 always, all the time. That's why you're the first video guest after 52 episodes. Everyone's like, there should be video for the podcast. I'm like, yeah, yeah, we're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. But here we are, and 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 I appreciate it. And now are you ready for your rapid-fire baker's dozen of questions? Oh, I'm as, as ready as I'll ever be, I guess. Fantastic. Here we go. <laughs> Number one, what's your favorite spice to cook with? Oh, probably chipotle powder. Very good. Like spice, when you say spice, do you mean spicy spice or just like in general? Favorite spice or herb, anything, you know, anything like that. (laughs) Are you changing your answer? Oh, man. I guess (laughs) either smoked, maybe smoked paprika then. Yeah, I was going to say, is there one that you use like that's the most common for you? Smoked paprika, maybe? If I'm not, if I, if I'm, if I, if there's, if there's whole garlic and onion in a dish, Mm. then yeah, probably smoked paprika. I love that. And what's a must-have tool in the kitchen? Besides the obvious, like a like a skillet, right, right. Like a um, for me, I know this is gonna be kind of on the nose, but like a, a burger iron. I I need to get one. I every time I watch your, you're videos, like fifteen dollars. Like, I, I know, I know. And See, it's that thing. See, lazy professional. Also good. <laughs> I recently discovered they're great for forming patties too. You know how usually you form a patty in your hand or with a yeah. burger press. You just go bam, like that. And oh, yeah. It's it's on your videos you doing that, right? Yeah. Every yeah. time I watch one of your videos, I'm like, God damn, I need to order one. So it's on the list. It's on the list. Uh, what's your favorite pasta shape? Ooh. Man, you're, you're asking me all these questions that I've never even pondered. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stepping um, outside of the burger zone. Um, recently, I've been into... Uh, um, uh, Pete, what is it? Uh, uh, rigatoni's the bigger, the bigger guy. Very good. I Giant love rigatoni. Yeah. Uh, cupcake or donut? Uh, donut. Yeah. Cheese pizza or loaded with toppings? Mmm. What kind of pizza? Thin or thick? Pan? Let's say pan. Good if question. It's pan pizza than than just cheese. Actually, okay. you know, what? I think I think in general, I'm I'm more of a just cheese sort of guy. It's interesting. I'm very much, I make all these things, but then I'm very much like a purist at heart. Like I want to have just a burger sometimes with just like mustard and ketchup and pickles, maybe. Absolutely. That's that, that would be if, if, if it was like a last meal or a last burger sort of thing, yeah. I would yeah. probably choose like a, a burger with grilled onions, pickles and, and mustard or something like, like simple. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it's, I, I hear you. I'm with you. So just cheese for me too. What's a vegan documentary you would suggest to someone listening right now? Oh, you know, I haven't watched a lot of them. I um, haven't either. So I was hoping you could suggest one for me. So I, I haven't actually really watched any of them. Because you're um, there. You're vegan. Yeah. Well, and the reason why I never watched any of them was because I knew that they would make me be uncomfortable about uh, sure. eating animals. And the only one that I ever, I watched 90 seconds of Dairy is Scary. That's actually how I went vegan. I was already, I had already made a resolution to go vegan in 2018 new year's eve me and me and my wife then girlfriend i was like let's go vegan by the end of the year and she's like okay and i was just on youtube i was in youtube because youtube i was probably searching vegan recipes and youtube said hey what about dairy is scary and i was like i've heard of this all right let me see let me see how bad it is and i literally made it to the part where the guy was shoving his fist up a cow's ass Mm -hmm. and there was like poop all over his arm and i was like I'm good. I'm yep. good. I don't need to do it anymore. And that yep. literally was like what turned me vegan. Like at least what finally pushed me in, in it. Yeah, that's I've the, only seen 90 seconds of a documentary. Well, and that's the thing. I don't I'm this I'm this, I, I have watched them, but I feel like I need to watch more so that when people like that I can say, Oh, you could watch this, but it's like it's so hard to watch, and I'm already vegan. So I'm like, yeah. this is this is difficult. So I I, 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 I saw some footage of like pigs being gassed 
for like 10 seconds and I was crying. Like I, yeah. I can't, it, I physically like can't watch that stuff. It just, yeah. it's too damaging. <laughs> it's, it's where, I mean, yes, we care. We, we care. And it, <laughs> it's, it's hard to watch. Um, yeah. I'll get on a lighter question for you. Then, a lighter question. What is sorry. a show? <laughs> no, please. Sorry, sorry. What is a show, not a documentary? What is a show you could have or you have, or you want to binge watch in, in any of those, like either you have already or one that you want to binge watch. Um, I've, I, first thing that pops into my head was Mad Men. I rewatched that. I watched it the first time and then I rewatched it the second time. I think what I love about Mad Men is there, it's one of those shows where you just notice things every time you, you, sure. you watch. I've um, only watched a couple episodes. It's a slow start, right? It's a slow, it's definitely a slow, I mean, the whole show is very slow. It's, it's okay. It's, okay. Maybe I'll give it. Another it's go. just a long character study. Basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then shows that I want to binge watch. Uh, oh, I'm looking forward to the new party down. There's a new one coming up. Is it a new variation or is it like, cause they did what? Same two cast. seasons before? Same, the same cast. cast. I didn't realize it was 15 years ago. I thought, oh, that was like six or seven years ago. It was 15 years ago. Same cast. Yeah. Wow. When I'm is that coming that. out? Do you know? Um, I'm going to look like that up. I'm writing it down there. now. I'm very, I loved that show. And I yeah, feel like too. it, it was two seasons, right? Yeah. And then Adam, I think Adam Scott got, uh, they they put them on what's McCall Parks and Rec. Got you, which I also love. I love Parks and Rec. Um, yeah, Party Down and and uh, Jane Lynch was in season one, and then what? Uh, uh, Megan Mullally was in season two, right? Yes, I yes. believe so. But then I feel like the rest of the cast sort of stayed the same. Yeah, I did love that show, Party Down, season three. Didn't know. Good to know. That's great. <laughs> um, pancakes or waffles? Um, waffles. Yeah. Activity you enjoy besides cooking. Activity. <laughs> this this uh, this is very like forty five year old man of me. But I like going on. I like going on walks. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> I do too. It's all right. Uh, I love. That's probably the 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 things I do the most during the day is cooking and walking. Yep. Yep. <laughs> do you have any dogs that you take for a walk? No, we're thinking about getting a dog. We had it. We had a cat who passed away in May. Who we didn't. I didn't take him on walks. I tried to take him outside. He did not like it. So. I was gonna say I did that with a cat once. They did not like it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You I barely it. made it outside. He was just like he was like yeah, digging his claws into me. I was like, it's all right. Not having it. Not having no. it. Uh, are you a morning person or a night owl? Um, more of a morning person, but yeah, actually, I used to be a night owl, but. I think I'm I'm usually in bed by like 10 or 11 at the latest now. And then you're up at 5 a.m. for a morning walk, it sounds like. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> um, favorite vegan restaurant you've had recently? Gosh, I always like, whenever I think about this, I, I think uh, of cro- Crossroads Kitchen. Okay. Yeah. You, have you been? Wait, where are you? I forget. You're in. I'm in Atlanta now. Atlanta. I used to be in New York, but I have I have had Crossroads before. Yeah, I don't know why that that is. I think it's just because it's such a unique restaurant. There aren't a lot like it. You know what I mean? That I you know. know I went by myself when I went because I was traveling for something and I was alone. And I was like, oh, I've got to go try Crossroads. And this was a few years ago. And that was like my biggest regret when I went is I was like, I need a few people with me because like I wanted to order and try so many things. And I think I did. I think I ended up ordering like three things. And I was like, I feel so bananas right now doing this. And I was like, but what am I going to do? I'm here and I'm not, I don't have the chance to come here all the time. So I'm just going to lean into it. Yeah. Um, but I can understand that being a, a good one you've went to recently. But now before you were vegan favorite or most frequented fast food establishment. Whale probably it's a toss up between Del Taco, Carl's mm. jr. And Jack in the box. Okay. Okay. Those when I was in my twenties and thirties, those were my I called it the the, the holy trinity of fast food for me because those I just love those ones and I always lived near near them for some r- weird reason. <laughs> I love that you're like choose one, please. Here's three. I've got three for you. <laughs> I mean that that is on brand. That's good. That's good. And your favorite is what is a place you would like to go on vacation? I mean your last one. I mean not your favorite. Did I say favorite? I, I was thinking fast food favorites your last question place you want to go on vacation 
place I would go, like outside of the U.S. or in the anywhere US? you want to go. Is there some place on your list where you're like, "Ooh, gotta go, gotta go"? I've always wanted to go to like uh, Argentina or Chile or Thailand. I I can't I can't pick a. a That's all right. Place. You're allowed to have goals. Oh, I don't know. I used to travel out of the country. I used to go out of the country once a year. And we, you know, the, I think the last place I went was Bolivia, but that was, gosh, yeah, like 15 years ago. Okay. Okay. But yeah, I, I honestly, I would be cool going just about anywhere. I, I've been, I haven't left the state and except for to go to Texas. <laughs> where's your wife at? And where's she from in Texas? So when you go she's visit from, Texas, where she's from uh, Spring, which is right outside of Houston. It's like okay. 45 minutes from Houston. There you go. It's like a, yeah, like a little suburb. I love, I love going out there and visiting Texas. It's like, it's, it's so different from out here, but in some ways it's also very similar. It's kind of weird, but um, <laughs> like it, it's just, it's very weird how no matter where you go in the, the country, like the suburbs, like there's like this weird kind of creepy, like mon- monoculture or something like that. I was going to say like suburban feel essentially just, yeah, know, it's it's the, just, the blanket. Yeah. Like if I was like, if you like dropped me off here, and didn't tell me where I was, I'd be like, oh, I'm in Camarillo, California, except for there's no mountains. Like, that's the right. only difference. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, we've got to get, you need to think about then uh, where your vacation place will be. You, let's, know. let's, we'll start building you a, a bucket Maybe list Greece. of places. There we go. There we go. <laughs> there you did it. And that's your rapid fire round of questions. We'll end it off there with Greece. Well done. Well, please tell everyone where they can find you on social media and the internet uh the burger dude.com and then yeah youtube all of those places it's just the burger dude tiktok all that sort of stuff perfect perfect and everyone go get a copy of vegan fast food let me hold that mm-hmm. on the screen there vegan fast food copycat burgers tacos fried chicken milkshakes and more by <laughs> brian watson aka the burger dude everywhere books are sold so great to meet you thank you for being on and and just thank you for having taking me. the time to chat today i appreciate it i appreciate it thank you so much Thank you for joining us for another episode of Keep On Cooking. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and leave us a review if you like the podcast. It helps a lot. Yeah. And get more information on the podcast, Dustin's Cookbooks, the Vegan Roadie series, and sign up for our newsletter at veganroadie.com. And of course, follow us at The Vegan Roadie on all social media platforms. Now get in the kitchen and keep on cooking. And hey, remember, it's nice to be nice. This has been a Muzzy Cat production.